This is Lane Kawoka, host of the SimplePassiveCashflow.com podcast, and you are listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Uh, you never know what steps take you in which direction, and we got to just, in life, seize every opportunity you have and know the importance of every small step. Uh, just say to all the listeners out there, whatever you do in life, if it's beneficial to the world and it makes you feel good, like run with it. Uh, it's those type of things that you'll uh, you'll enjoy and appreciate, you know, what you've done in, in your life. This is Dream Chasers, episode 75 with Isaac Rosen. Hey, guys, what's going on? I'm Adam Carswell and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now, let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, and today I'm joined by Isaac Rosen. Isaac. Hey, what's going on? Hey. hey. <clears throat> Isaac is a founding member of Pop Shop. He's originally from Long Island, New York, went to Yeshiva University, and now Isaac lives in his stopping grounds, his hometown area, Lawrence, Long Island. Isaac, thank you for being on the show. And do you have any opening remarks for my listeners? Thank you for having me, first of all. Thank you for having me. Also, great pronunciation on uh, Yeshiva University. Not the <laughs> easiest one. Um, I want to apologize in advance that uh, I was at a wedding last night and sort of lost my voice. So I might sound a little or a lot hoarse uh, here and there. I'm excited for this. No worries. The show goes on. Thank you for your dedication. And uh, I think the value that you're going to be able to add to the listeners today will overcome any hoarseness in your voice. So don't worry about it. Guys, I first discovered Isaac back in, uh, remind me, Isaac, I think it was back in May. We were at ICSC, the real estate estate conference out in Las Vegas. I have to say, also say thank you to Concordia Realty, who uh, really sponsored me on that trip, brought me out there to Vegas. That personally, Isaac, I don't know about you. That was my first time ever going to an ICSC event, especially that one. That that one in the spring in Vegas is kind of like the granddaddy of all of their events. Completely life-changing. Yeah, um, yeah no, that was, that was awesome. I, I like to say uh, it was a lot of pleasure, a little business, but uh, <laughs> it was definitely really enjoyable. No, I'm kidding. It was fantastic. It was my first time, a little uh, overwhelming at the start. Over the over the few days, uh, I got more and more uh, comfortable and adjusted and you know, got a lot of business out of it. So I definitely would suggest, uh, you know, to any listener out there in real estate to go to ICSC in Vegas uh, next year. Yeah. And I should say also for our listeners, ICSC stands for the International Council of Shopping Centers. So a retail real estate focused event, which uh, also leads us to the, one of our topics of discussion today, Isaac's business. He has a really unique concept that he's growing here with his partners and in the New York area. I'm, I'm sure you guys are also expanding to territories and places outside of New York, but uh, Isaac yeah. and his team are building this business called Pop Shop. And I want to just say, you know, to Isaac, tell us a little bit about Pop Shop and how long you guys have been operating. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's super exciting. Pop Shop is an amazing platform. Uh, also being launched as an app uh, as we speak. So the platform similar to Airbnb, but you know, for retail. On one hand, landlords, like on Airbnb, are able to just list their vacant retail. We know vacancies um, are super common nowadays. Everyone who has a portfolio in real estate 
has a lot of vacant retail spaces on the ground floor just because you know the rents are too high brands are just constantly um you know trying to find spaces that are actually worth it and actually work the long term so what we decided is to uh you know try to disrupt the retail market and uh, model, you know, something similar after Airbnb, but, you know, for retail. So landlords on one hand are able to list their vacancies, um, you know, and market them properly on, on a user-friendly platform. And brands on the other hand, any brands, you know, ranging from tech, fashion, um, athleisure are able to create a profile and join our community, um, you know, on the platform and from the community, they're able to, book retail spaces, whether on short-term or on long-term, uh, book retail services, whether it's, you know, staffing, POS system, um, marketing, PR, data, signage, build-out, any production uh, needed for the space. And, you know, we also, in this community, we allowed for uh, brands to collaborate, share space, message each other. So, you know, it's a one-stop shop really for brands and, you know, that creates more and more business and helps uh, landlords fill their spaces um, just in an easier and user-friendly fashion. Yeah. And I, man, just from hearing all that, I definitely have a lot of questions for you. Uh, but before we get to that, we have to now step into, Isaac, the next level chamber. When when did you realize that this was personally something that you wanted to take to the next level? It's a great question, actually. Um, and thinking that there would be some sort of question like this uh, while uh, you know on the way here, um, <laughs> it actually uh, it sparked like a, a story that I had at my last job. In my last job, I was a building manager slash owner. Um, I worked with like a small group who owned probably around. 20 to 30 uh, properties, residential properties uh, between Brooklyn and Manhattan. Um, you know, when my job was mainly focused on a uh, mixture of just making sure, you know, the buildings were running properly and also, you know, dealing with uh, tenants and underwriting prospective new deals. Um, you know, it was a close team of just three of us. So, you know, everything was a great learning experience. But one of the things that happened, um, you know, while I was at one of the buildings, uh, somebody walked by me and, you know, noticed that I was one of the managers of the building, one of the owners of the building. And he made like a snark, like a you know, pretty snarky remark saying, what are you like raising rents and kicking out rent stabilized tenants? Like, you should, are you happy with, with your life? Are you happy with <laughs> your job? And like, at the time, I just laughed it off. And then I thought about it. And, you know, I was everyone just wants to do good in this world and everyone wants to, you know, do a job that actually is beneficial and adds to the world instead of, you know, just adding to yourself and making money and just, uh, you know, mm -hmm. that's your takeaway. So I sort of like took that to heart and I was like, maybe I'm not in the right business if like that's what people think that I'm doing, but also maybe that's what I feel like I'm doing, you know, so this opportunity came up and I realized, um, it's only helping. It's only helping. Our, our slogan is unleash your vision because our goal is to help every brand from, you know, big to small, whether you're in your basement starting a job or starting a business or, you know, you're in your uh, massive HQ in, in Soho, um, you know, everyone has the opportunity to unleash their vision. And, you know, that's our goal to help uh, brands, uh, you know, take it to the next level and to take, uh, you know, their next steps and, and grow their business. 
Yeah. And I, I really, I love the concept. As far as I know, there's really not anyone else out there doing the same thing that you guys are doing. Uh, you've kind of picked a great niche also, in my opinion, because there's so many, for example, as I'm sure this is, you can elaborate, but a lot of online brands that, you know, start making a name for themselves on the internet, but they want to do the pop-up shop type of things. Pop-up shops are so popular right now. And um, I don't know how these brands go about setting up their pop-up shops, but I'm assuming, you know, that's, those are the people that you want to be uh, pursuing as clients, correct? Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you mentioned that because right when we, uh, right when I started or, I mean, it was right when, you know, everything was started like a uh, building, it was around 13, 14 months ago. You know, I thought the main clientele uh, would be like you're saying, these like direct to consumer uh, digitally native brands, whether like, you know, small, just starting or, you know, any type of brand like that, just like smaller ones who would need help. Um, you know, that would be our main focus. But, uh, and, and we definitely are probably the only ones out there that are putting uh, time and effort to like small brands that are looking for, you know, small space and don't have such a large budget, even though it's not the most, uh, you know, lucrative thing, but it's, you know, it's part of our goal and our vision. Uh, I think some, you know, we don't have so many competitors, but there are one or two out there that are trying to adjust, like you mentioned, to, uh, you know, more of a pop-up or short-term uh, rental period. And, you know, I think they're trying to focus more on just the large brands. You know, we're the only ones really helping out the, the smaller brands, quote-unquote. Um, mm -hmm. You know, but we're, we expanded and, and somehow just from, you know, luck of the draw or timing or maybe it's our team, but, you know, we we're working with everyone from... Uh, you know, Mark Jacobs, Steve Madden, Nike, Adidas, uh, Target, uh, Amazon, you know, everyone is really getting into this pop-up uh, culture, um, you know, something that's not a long-term commitment. And, you know, we've grown to helping a, a brand that is from Nashville that wants to, you know, do a one-month pop-up in, in Soho to test out that market and, you know, all the way to, you know, the other side of the coin of, uh, you know, someone like Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow's brand who, wants to test out the Nashville market, you know, and on a short term. So like, it's a, it's a cool, it's a really cool business to be in because you get to see businesses from small to large and see how they operate. Yeah. That's really cool because of what you also, what you just said, I didn't even think about it until you said it. You're also now a testing ground or a platform that larger corporations can use to test out markets. That is, yeah. uh, that's so, it. so unique. And, uh, it just makes me wonder, I mean, are there other firms out there, as you mentioned briefly about um, competition, but because it seems so trendsetting to me, do you feel like you guys are paving the way or is there someone else that's kind of like breathing, you know, down your neck throughout this entire growth process? Right. Um, so happens to be there, there were two uh, other companies who aren't at all as expansive as we are. Um, they, they aren't in every market and they are only focus on the large brands uh, where they see like the most money is. Um, again, it's it's all about are you uh, uh, are you all about the money or are you all about like uh, you know a certain vision and a right. certain uh, goal and we're, you know we're more goal oriented. You know, so we're in every market and we're doing and offering a lot more to everyone um, than our competitors. But you know, there were two competitors that started. I'm not going to say the name because I'm right, going right. to give them a free, uh, a free <laughs> plug. But uh, you know, they they started at like maybe ten years before us um, and. You know, something I once saw in like a TED talk of the key components of, you know, the largest businesses in the world um, besides team and idea, uh, you know, the third, the third component is timing. And I think our timing was perfect. I think, 
right now and over the last year and, and you know, moving forward is, is really uh, when pop-ups in the short term have become like so massive. And I don't think 10 years ago it was, and even though they're still around, I think timing is really everything. Um, so, you know, we entered at a good time and, you know, we don't really feel like we're competing against anyone. I feel like, uh, you know, we're, we're doing our thing and uh, we're only just competing against ourselves to do better and better. So, uh, you know, that's, that's our approach. Yeah, and I think you nailed it right there in regards to timing. I know, um, I can't remember the exact story, but I have heard, for example, just through, through Tesla and everything that they've experienced as a company, you know, in the past, uh, in the 80s, maybe even before the 80s, there's been multiple times that vehicle manufacturers have tried launching an electronic uh, or electric powered car, and it just didn't work. Due to timing, Tesla kind of came in right at the time where the concept was much more acceptable and probably easier to to do as well. And we've seen, well, obviously their their company seems to be in the news a lot, but they are really right. performing well in at large. So um, that's that's so true. It's all about timing. And I would say even us having this interview right now, I don't know how or why, but I feel because you know we met in May and we're having this yeah. interview now, and this is going live here in October. I just have a feeling that even the timing of this interview going out is going to be perfect. I know you mentioned something briefly before our call about IPO. I mean, are you guys getting a lot of interest from investors? What are you telling people who want to be a part of the the big picture? Yes. I mean, um, you know, IPOs, not in, in the near uh, future, but, you know, it's definitely, um, you know, somewhere to, uh, to put as like a, you know, an end goal um, or, you know, a point where we want to at least uh, get to, you know, within next like five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say like, you know, right now, since we're 13 months deep, you know, our main focus has been uh, seed around of raising, um, you know, which the founders are heavily focusing on. And, you know, now is a great time to be getting in. Everyone wants to put their money in, in the tech world and, you know, definitely a tech uh, real estate company that's disrupting the market. And like you said, like a very niche market. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're in a good place. And, you know, from there, um, it's only just like, growing bigger and bigger bigger each round just like you know really helps the growth of the company which then helps another you know round of, of raising and then again that that circle and that cycle just continues to move forward that way yeah but i mean we're not too focused right now on you know ipo even though everyone like we work and notel and uh you know all these companies uh slack uber lyft uh, all of them are just going ipo um you know that take some time and you know hopefully we'll get there and you'll be able to say wow like i heard it here first yeah absolutely that's uh that's the vision of this show too so you nailed that could you um i guess share a little bit too about some of your team members i'm sure you got plenty of them so you don't have to name everyone but maybe the first two or three uh people that you work with that come to mind that you'd like to give a little kudos to right now yeah so i mean so just uh the founding team is uh so we actually have like different departments. Um, the two founders are actually two awesome guys, Nathan Franco and Efri Adut. Um, they they grew up together in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, best oh, friends wow, okay. since they were kids. Um, you know, and they've tried a couple different ventures together. Uh, ultimately, they you know made a real estate um, company where they were developing and own buildings in Jersey City, and then you know they sort of got tired of it slash you know just became uh, something not of interest and not impactful enough. And, you know, they, they uh, came up with the idea for pop shop, you know, and they're really great, great guys, amazing to work with, amazing to work, uh, you know, uh, alongside and for, um, 
And you know, so they really started it. We have a, an unbelievable wizard who's our CTO, uh, Sean. He, you know, he's crushing code all day, and you know, he's definitely the brains and, and the backbone of the company. And then you know, you have myself and and Rebecca Shamtube. Uh, Rebecca's, you know, on the brand side, and I'm technically, uh, you know, on the landlord side right now. Startup stage, everyone's really doing everything still, but. Um, you know, her job is to mainly bring in more and more brands and do the brand outreach. And my job is to build the platform out, get, you know, every landlord from every state. Um, and it's actually a global platform. So, you know, every country, uh, you know, to reach out to them, meet with them, get their spaces listed on the platform and just, you know, let them know that we're here to help. So and that's like the core team. Of course, we have all the numbers, but, uh, you know, with this five, we're, we're really uh, growing. Everyone really connects. Of course, we have our weekly late night slams. We have our, you know, bowling events once a month. Nice. Uh, and, and we're really just uh, trying to grow as a team because, like, like I said, timing is key. Uh, the idea is key, you know, but also team is super key. And, you know, having the right members on your team that you can work together with, you know, work well with, rely on, uh, feed off of, you know, it's uh, it's all part of that uh that recipe for for success yeah and i want to also ask uh just because you mentioned expanding into other countries as well for example i'm i'm actually based out of canada right now i'm sure we have listeners from different parts of the world tuned in right now as well is there any bridges or connections that you guys are working on building that you know maybe we could funnel some business from another country your way where you where you guys looking Yes, I mean, we're everywhere, really anywhere. I went to, uh, you know, Israel uh, a few months ago to, to meet with a couple mall owners over there and try to, you know, see, let them know about us and, you know, get their spaces and their malls, uh, you know, onto the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've gone to, uh, to China, you know, we, we were in Hawaii, we're in like all, I mean, everywhere that you can try to think of or try to, you know, be in course we are a little bit in Canada trying to expand early on the focus probably has been within the US um, but you know we're always looking to grow I saw like soda stream uh, did a pop-up in Canada I saw you know Drake's brand OVO did one in Canada so it's definitely uh, you know a place we would love to get into um, and you know if anyone has any plugs there any you know help there we're you know we're always open obviously uh, you know to, to connect in. Absolutely. And I, it's, it just sounds so cool, in my opinion, to hear you talking about collaborating with these, really with these large brands, right? Because again, my thought process coming into this interview was you guys are working with these online apparel startups that are looking to make a physical presence for themselves. You just said OVO and, and SodaStream, right? Like, uh, so that that's actually probably, I would say, helpful for anyone listening as well now too. Like, Think of any retail or any brand, right? Any, you guys could pretty much work with anyone who's got a product to sell. Yeah, I mean, we're again not to give another free plug, but in our <laughs> we work that we work with, uh, there's a company called like Revolut. Um, I'm not exactly sure what they do, but I know uh, you know it's with banking and you know credit card and a whole system like that that they're trying to uh, disrupt that market on a user friendly tech way. And you know they walked over to our office and you know said you know we're interested in a pop up and we're talking about somebody who doesn't sell uh, you know. Uh, a product that you, you know, that, you're, that you expect to buy in a retail store, but you know, they're, they're doing it. You know, everyone, everyone out there is really doing it. It's a great way. Um, you know, they say these days that of course, uh, e-commerce is, is unbelievable. It's everybody's main way of, of uh, bringing in, you know, their, their income and, and their profit. Everyone focuses on, on, on omni-channel marketing. That's like the big word these days. Cause you not only do you need to be online, 
Um, but there's a there's a huge uh, importance and, and focus on also having brick and mortar presence because you know with everyone having the ability to create their own company, uh, what's going to bring you know the consumer to your space? What's going to bring the consumer to your platform? And that's you know getting it in front of their face, getting it like in Soho, right in front of their face, in Times Square, in Midtown, in Canada, on the main street, just like right in front of their face. And then they'll be like, oh, like they're having a pop-up. I'm going to go check it out. Oh, maybe go on the go, I'll go on their website. And, you know, and it just puts it back in their head. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, Isaac, we're getting ready to close this one out, but I got three fun questions for you here to give everyone a little bit of a taste of who Isaac is. What, you know, where, where is he from? A little bit about Isaac. So, uh, the first question is, what is your favorite color and why? The second question is, uh, what is your favorite thing about Long Island? You know, you kind of been there in a, in a way, kind of been there your whole life. So you got to know, you know, what is, uh, what is your favorite thing about your hometown? And then last question, and this might be the trickiest one. If you need some time to think it through, no worries. Who has your favorite clients been so far? I like that. Uh, all great questions. Um, I'll start working backwards. Okay. Um, favorite favorite client has has been uh, Stan Socks. Um, I don't know if you know of them, but Stan Socks is like the official sock of the NBA and the and the MLB. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they make incredible socks, cool, fun, funny, and like beyond comfortable. When I joined the company, I didn't know much about fashion, but what I did know was that what I wear. I knew I knew the companies that I you know personally wear. And, you know, one of them was Stan Socks. And uh, my goal was I got to get Stan Socks and you know, help them expand, help them pop up because, you know, that's that's my home brand. Um, and thank God got connected through somebody and, you know, we've helped them. They they currently have two pop-ups going on through us, one in Chicago in Wicker Park and, you know, one on, in L.A. on La Brea. Um, nice. You know, and they're going fantastic. The one in La Brea is a collaboration uh, with Jaden Smith, uh, Will Smith's son. Will Smith's one of the original investors of Stance. So you know, it's a it's a small world, and you know that's a that's been you know a fantastic brand that you know I've enjoyed working with. One just because you know that was one of my main goals going in, like help Stance. The about Long Island. Um, Long Island is a you know suburb, and it's calm and quiet. You know, when I work in the city, especially in Soho. Uh, all day it's it's extremely busy and loud and you know it's good to appreciate both so it's definitely um you know to come after a long day in soho and you know the busyness and all the crazy lights and honking and people walking and you know now all the city bikes like to come to long island and just like be at ease a little more tranquil and you know it's a it's definitely um my favorite part about it um and then color i mean uh, actually, I have an interesting taste, but uh, my favorite color is somewhere between like like a lighter blue and like you know like linen green. I think they call it. Um, I like these like lighter colors. I mean, my dark complexion. Uh, you know, sometimes some of these lighter colors are just like uh, just look good. Uh, you know, <laughs> to be honest, they just look better. So, um, you know, I'd say to be very specific, linen green is my favorite color. Okay, that's that is a first, not only for the show, but I think personally, ever hearing someone refer to it as linen green. But I know what you're talking about, so that's cool. I love it. I mean, I just got these Adidas slides in linen green color, and <laughs> you know, that that's how I knew what the color name was. But uh, that's that. Yeah, that's great. 
All right, Isaac. Well, thank you so much again for your time. Um, what is the, we'll just say the single best way. What is the one best way for any of my listeners to follow up and get in touch with you? Um, so, I mean, first I would say, uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we have an amazing Instagram account constantly posting about, you know, our pop-ups, inspirational pop-ups, uh, you know, just uh, cool retail and experiential retail. So I would check out, you know, pop shops, uh, Instagram handle, which is pop us. probably going to change it to pop, just pop shop, but, uh, that's what it is for now. Um, and you know, feel free to reach out to me via email. Uh, my email is Isaac, I S. AAC at popshop, P O P S H O P dot com. Uh, you know, I'm super quick to answer, so that's always helpful. Perfect. I love it. Any, any closing or final remarks before we wrap this one up? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, it was worth it, you know, worth it to, to meet you in, uh, in Vegas you know, so that we can follow up here. Uh, you never know what steps take you in which direction, and we got to just in life sees every opportunity you have and know the importance of every small step. Uh, just say to all the listeners out there, whatever you do in life, if it's beneficial to the world and it makes you feel good, like run with it. Uh, it's those type of things that you'll, uh, you'll enjoy and appreciate you know, what you've done in, in your life. Couldn't agree more. Sounds like we're on the same vibe with that, Isaac. So I definitely look forward to uh, building our relationship. One last time, thank you very much for investing your time. Appreciate it. Have a good one, Adam. Guys, thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.